Welcome, friends, to Club Misery, where we review the eeriest and the queeriest of horror. Hey! Welcome to our podcast, and I'm here with Brannick. Yep. Hi. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the movie Bit, because it's an awesome movie, wouldn't you say? <laughs> There's a lot to it. There's a lot there is there is a lot to this movie, but specifically, we're going to start talking about LGBTQ plus horror movies, and like are any movies that involve gay characters or anything like that? Because there are some out there, believe it or not, not many. There are not many, but they're getting to be more every year, which is good. And even yeah. even some of yesteryears, there was little tiny hints and slivers. Yeah, yeah, there was little things. You still want to do Werewolf on Wheels, don't you? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah, we might do that one at some point. We might do that one. Go read a review about that one. Terror Train, that's another good one. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Okay, yeah, anyway. Sure. But no, today we're talking about Bit, which is a movie about a transgender vampire. Which is funny because when I went into it, I didn't read anything. So I did not realize she was transgender until probably halfway through the movie. Well, you know, I read the summary, but I'm not sure the summary of the movie really describes the movie that well, honestly. No, it kind of doesn't. No, no. Looking back at it, because I, I just went into it cold. You said, let's watch a movie. I said, great. I said, which one? You're like, how about Bit? I'm like, it's on Tubi. Thank you, Tubi. <laughs> not our sponsor. Once again, once again, thank you, Tubi. And once again, not our sponsor. But I saw it was on Tubi. I said, great, let's watch it. I didn't even read anything. I was just like, oh, I see on the cover, it's a pretty girl with blood on her face, must be a vampire. I had actually heard about this movie before I watched it because uh, it came out a ago. Uh, this is 2021, just in case you're wondering when we're doing this. <laughs> we don't know when we're, this might actually post. But it came out a few years ago on like, you know, the film circuit. And it got a little bit of buzz. I don't think it actually won anything. I'll have to recheck on that. But, but I had heard of it before. And so after I saw it, I could see why. Because like, yeah, it, it's definitely got some good stuff in there. And it's definitely original in many ways that you wouldn't think like just a basic vampire kind of movie would be. But but it starts off with our main character, Laurel. And she's a, she just graduated from high school and she's going to LA for, for the summer. And she's transgender, but it's not like explicitly stated. Like there are hints of it in there yeah but, like a drunk dude comes up to her at a party and he's like you're so brave what you did oh my god and she's like ha ha thanks yeah exactly and, and i like that because it's more, more realistic that way i thought yeah but she wants to get out of her like dinky little like oregon town and so she goes to la to stay with her brother and like the first night she's there they glow cobbling and she immediately like falls in with this pack of vampires and i don't know what did you think about like the le well they weren't all lesbians duke was a lesbian but i don't think they were all lesbians it didn't specifically stay they might have been <laughs> 
they didn't specifically say it was very open to interpretation there mm-hmm. was you could tell there's obviously lgbtq in there uh izzy was actually the one to sort her out of the crowd and said later on in the movie that the more attractive you are to somebody i think the better they taste yeah yeah that was yeah. it yeah um, which kind of sucks <laughs> <laughs> for various reasons sucks i get it <laughs> yeah <laughs> this podcast will be full of puns from now on yes <laughs> as it should be i liked that her older brother also looks kind of like an older jughead sort of yeah i, I don't know, know he looks like a skinny every skinny white dude i see so <laughs> <laughs> wow wowie wow wow sorry he did he did but no actually his, her brother mark was actually a really good big brother yes so, yeah, like I kind of I, I like that. Like he really tried to look after her, but the first night she's in LA, like yeah. clubbing, and like okay, this is the one part I didn't buy because they're at this <laughs> club and Izzy comes up to her at the bar and they're just talking just like normally. I'm like, there's <laughs> no way they could do that. No way, they, they would not have... be able to hear each other. They would be shouting. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of shouting in bars. Yeah, exactly. Especially because the band that was playing, I, for, it, I think it was like Death Valley Girls or something like that. And it's like this punk rock uh, girl band. And they're playing very loudly, of course, because that's a live show. Yeah, yeah, that's what you do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I, I can agree with that. Um, there was like a little bit of uh, talking that would not have, you would be like, what? What? <laughs> I would have liked to kind of seen that scene too because that's the one like one of the few complaints I have very few complaints about this movie but that was one of them was like it kind of it takes a little while to get going there's a lot of small talk in the beginning which you know sort of helps set up the characters but at the same time it doesn't because I'm like I liked Izzy but like you don't get a whole lot about like a, the other members of like the vampire band even though there's not that many of them. There's only four of them. <laughs> yeah, we have um, Laurel is our, our main, also Lolo, she goes by. But um, we have Duke, which is the head honcho. Mm-hmm. Frog, who has flower in her hair. <laughs> She's Izzy. She, uh, Latinx one, yeah. <laughs> yes, who owns a tattoo shop. Uh, we have Izzy, who is the girl who kind of started this whole thing. And then we have Roya. What was the, the, the last one's name? Because Roya? <laughs> Roya. Okay. Yeah. And and they they're, they're all cute. They're they are, all cute. they are they all very distinct, which is nice. I will say this. I thought at the beginning Duke was trying way too hard, but then you get into like her backstory and I see why she was trying so hard to be a badass. So <laughs> you know, honestly, I kind of liked that because I felt like it it felt kind of genuine. Sometimes when you have a, a kick-ass girl. And I'm thinking of a movie right now that I reviewed not too long ago. Uh, but when you have a kick-ass girl, you can see sometimes there's that try-hard attitude. Like, I need to do yeah. this. And honestly, I thought that the lady who played her, Diana Hopper. Oh, okay. So Diana Hopper, I thought she did actually a pretty good job at being in control enough, but also kind of predatorial as a vampire would be i assume um i do like that in the club there's a creepy old man there yeah dude that's what i was gonna see it was 
kind of when they come in the club, it's like that scene in the Fellowship of the Rings where all the hobbits get debris and everybody's like looking at them all sideways when they get to the inn. And like Aragorn's in the corner smoking a pipe, looking all shady. I'm like, that's kind of how this club was. <laughs> well, I like it was all like very young, beautiful people and this really old guy in the corner. <laughs> that's true. Well, that's not suspicious at all. <laughs> I just come here for the drinks and Death Valley Girls. <laughs> they they might have had great drink specials we don't know we don't know we can but imagine laurel is he hit it off they're flirting it and they hit it off really good and they're like hey let's go to the the, the roof and like make out and so they do well, well they go to a different place they go to the vampire lair because that's good like the old dude here like when she's trying to leave the club the old dude grabs her and she's like don't go with him and she's like ew get off me dude yeah because, I mean, staring intensely and grabbing somebody works really well. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to warn them. I've done it a couple times. It didn't work out great for me, but it worked out less great for this dude. Yes. So there, Izzy and Laurel are hitting it off. And like you said, they go up to the roof to flirt. I will say this. They, they leave for the after party, which is like this converted warehouse kind of where the vampires live. And... <laughs> I will say this, like, okay, so they're, like, Duke and the other, like, vampire chicks are downstairs playing pool with these two guys who are just so way too trusting. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, do guys just, like, trust hot chicks and <laughs> instinctively yes. even though they're, like, <laughs> they're dropping all these hints about, like, how, like, bad they are? Because <laughs> Duke's like, Duke's like, yeah. show me your dick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the guy's like, okay. She could have been glamoring him. Well, I guess she could have. That's true. I guess she could have. Although vampires have these cool club powers (laughs) called glamoring, (laughs) which I've only seen them use in the club, I think, in this movie. Okay, we got to get to that later. There's somebody else who uses glamour in the movie, but we'll we'll get to that one later. Yeah. But no, these guys are way too trusting. So they go upstairs with Duke and Duke. Well, she she ties one guy to the bed. And again, he's way too trusting of this. <laughs> well, what is she going to do? She's just a little girl. I guess. I Even though she's like throwing him around on the walls and like, and she gets his pants off and she's all like, you know, oh, you're not ready. Okay, fine. I'll go make out with your friend until you're ready. And then she bites her, his friend and then she goes back to him and she gives a kind of long spiel about like, oh, hey, remember that like that girl you raped? Yeah, you're going to die now. <laughs> so. But before that, before she says this, I wrote this down. Because his, okay. <laughs> his friend Jimmy, that's the uh-huh. one that she made out with and then bit, mm-hmm. you know, because we see him like, whoa, you know, like the, the life flow from his eyes as he sinks into the ground. And this other guy's like, oh, Jimmy, are you okay? And this is, I quote from the movie, Jimmy is dead as fuck, yo. <laughs> see, this was to be the part where I'm like, yeah, th- this is Duke <laughs> trying a little too hard. <laughs> She's very with the slang, fam. It's lit. She dabs. <laughs> to be fair, this came out at least like, you know, two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> a year and a half, I think. But yes. 
But anyway, like <laughs> back to Laurel and Izzy on the roof. So they have, they make out, they have a great time. I think they have sex. And then a fade away, a real fade away scene. Yeah, very fade away. So yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sweet though, because Laurel's like, hey, can I see you again? This has been like the best night of my life. <laughs> and I feel so bad for Laurel because he's like, yeah, no, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> She's, she actually says this is a one-night thing. Yeah, this is a one-night thing. And then she bites her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Izzy bites Laurel. Yeah, Izzy bites Laurel. But then Duke shows up. And Duke's like, wait, wait, don't kill her yet. And then Duke's like, you're not ready yet. And then she throws her off the building. Yeah, she's like, let's see if you survive. And, and then, then she lands in like the cleanest dumpster you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, for LA especially. Guys. This is an LA dumpster. And she lands in a, a very like perfectly pretty pose. Does not break an arm. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And wakes up the next morning. Yeah. And then she goes home to Mark and she like sleeps for like, I don't know, two days. <laughs> Which again, he keeps asking her, should I take you to the hospital? Yes. The answer is yes. Yeah, because she comes home covered in blood and she's covered like, in blood. I'm just gonna sleep it off. Not talking. Like, cause he's like, what's wrong? And she's like, nothing. I fell. And it's like, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. You take her to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. She sleeps for like three days. And then the vampires show up at her brother's door <laughs> at her brother's apartment in the middle of the night when he's in his boxers <laughs> and he answers his door like that, I guess. <laughs> well, what else are you going to do? Like, like he said, it's 3am in his own fucking apartment. You know, he can show up however he wants. <laughs> and frog is into it too. <laughs> He was, yeah. But, but basically, no, like, they're like, again, this is because the vampires are like, hey, Laurel, come with us. And he's like, um, no, maybe she shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, he's actually trying to be a good brother. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know about these weird predatorial hot chicks <laughs> that just showed up randomly in my apartment <laughs> and say that you need to leave with them. I would, I would think something, I don't know, gang-related? I don't know. Like, if I was him, I'd be like, this is not, this is pretty sketchy. Just got there. But no, Laurel decides to go with him anyway, because, you know, she's having weird feelings since she got bit. <laughs> Basically, they explain to her, this is the part where they, like, they go to, a, like, a parking, like, lot somewhere. <laughs> and they explain to her, like, okay, look at this. You have you can be a vampire if you want. If you want to join our vampire group, you can. And there's actually a really sweet moment, like we're like, okay, we have three rules. We got to talk about the rules, I guess. Okay, but before then, okay, before I will then. I will again verbatim from this movie quotations. <laughs> this is Laurel. So are you guys vampires, Duke? Yep. <laughs> Well, on the one hand, do you really need to explain it? I mean, you know, honestly, I liked the clearness and conciseness. It wasn't like um, shit, vampire boys with a Z. It's like, I am one of a million coffee dates in this one. No, no, there weren't. It's not like I am one of eternal. You can never know my secrets. And like, he's a fucking vampire. Yeah, basically. (laughs) At least they cut to the fucking chase. 
Duke offers to let Laurel join them, and Laura's still not sure, but they have a few rules. They have rules. And three. Fair, Duke is very straightforward. Laurel asks her questions like, okay, do you guys kill bad people or good people? Like, who do you kill? And Duke's like, eh, it's about 80-20. We kill bad people. I'm down with that. <laughs> yeah, they try to, like, find certain people, like, that are just complete assholes right the trolls <laughs> yeah the trolls <laughs> yeah basically they're like the kind of people that well i don't want to say q anon people but basically that's the description she gives it is the description she gives yeah, basically of, so like, the three rules they go after yeah the three rules so the first rule is don't glamour other vampires right okay. which is like mind control and there's a reason for that that you find out later yeah we'll talk about that later there's a reason <laughs> but, for all of these rules yeah yeah I mean, the second then rule was you can't kill what you eat, or you have to kill what you eat. <laughs> so there, are, so you won't have like vampires running around everywhere. Yeah, because in this one, if you bite one and they don't die, then they become a vampire. Right. Laurel doesn't know that yet. Because Duke says to her, like, okay, there's a cure, but you've got to take it, like, <laughs> like 24 hours. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, but like, in some, it's like, you have to, you know, like in Buffy, like they bite you and then you have to bite them kind of a thing. That's not like that. Here. No, no. It's just you're bit and you're a vampire. But yeah. The world doesn't know that yet. Yeah. But uh, the third rule is you can never turn a man. Because yeah. men will abuse their vampire powers. Men are evil. All <laughs> of them. And Duke decides all the new recruits to their like vampire group. But they all, they all have to agree. Yes, they could be veto any of that. Yeah, but they all agree to Laurel, which is really cute because there is a cute scene where Laurel's like, well, what about me? And like, I mean, she doesn't outright say, hey, I'm transgender. So does that See, just- That was the moment that I was like, oh, this girl. <laughs> I know, I know. And then Duke's like, never even crossed my mind. So you're in. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Although I have to say, if Duke had just like told her from the start, hey, if you were a vampire, you can fly. I'm pretty sure Laurel would agree <laughs> right away. You know, honestly, I think if you told anybody that. Yeah, I know. Because no. Laurel still has a problem with the killing part, which obviously you would. <laughs> I would hope. You know. uh, well, uh, eh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 80 20 is pretty good. Yeah. If I do my homework, I could probably bump that to 90. But yeah, so they have somebody there. This yeah, one, yeah, they have a guy in a trunk. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. Laurel, for Laurel to bite, yeah. Yeah, she can either take the cure and become a, a real girl again, or she can bite him and become a vampire girl with sexy club vampire powers. And so she goes to try to bite him, but uh-uh, she can't. No, she, she, not there yet. Not there, not there yet. So Laura runs away. And then this is where things get interesting. <laughs> so they take this guy into a warehouse, the one that Laurel didn't kill, and it's an ambush <laughs> by old like men. by old men. Well, most of them are old men, yeah. And <laughs> and they're the kind of like, you know, like gun toting kind of <laughs> QAnon men. But apparently they're QAnon for like there's a group of lesbian vampires. <laughs> that were like roaming LA and I'm like so well they were right about that (laughs) so they were sort of like amateur vampire killers (laughs) yeah they're amateur vampire hunters and even uh Duke says that like a broken clock is right twice yeah (laughs) 
And I, I laughed at that. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> so they ambush them and things aren't going well. Like they catch Duke in a gigantic bear trap, it looks like. I, that looked cool. That did look cool. It did cool. Because it like trapped her around her middle. I'm like, this, this is how big this thing was. Yeah, he stepped on it too a couple times. Yeah, and they had a flamethrower and stuff. And But they're not really vampire hunters because... The, well, some of them are, but the one dude, the main dude, he is looking for this mysterious master fellow because he yeah. was a familiar. Yeah, because the one old dude who, this is the same old dude from the club earlier, and he actually turns around and shoots the other guys in the room. And he says, yo, I'm looking for the master. Where is he? You've got him somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they're you like, got- fuck you. Yeah. And Duke's like, Yeah. <laughs> And how did they get away from that dude? I can't remember. Did he? Uh, oh, Laurel. Laurel. Yes. Laurel comes back and kills him. Yeah. Because yep. <laughs> like one of them gets away. One of them like runs away and she sees him running away. And then she turns around, comes back, and then she saves Duke and the others. So. And she becomes a real vampire girl. Yeah. <laughs> Which kind of comes as a problem to her personal life. But we'll get into that later. But no. <laughs> This is the best part, though. This is the best part because then you get Duke's flashback, <laughs> and it's my favorite part of that. The movie. Is my favorite part of the movie too. I yes. wrote that down. Yes, yep. Duke's flashback is so cool. So it's the '70s in New York, and she's there, and it. She goes her tells her story about you know like she was rough and tumble and turning tricks at the beginning, and then she eventually finds her place as a lesbian in New York. <laughs> And then this guy shows up at a club one night. <laughs> and I love this entrance. His entrance is amazing. Because she's like, he was the most beautiful man I've ever seen. But he's not. He's so not. <laughs> hey, hey, that's me to the actor. That's I, know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Like, you, you would think, like, the way she describes him, though, he's like, you know, Brad Pitt looking. Like, no, he looks more like a... Ozzy Osbourne or Ooh. <laughs> I was gonna go with Jack White from the White Stripes. Anyway, I, I you know he's the kind of vampire that would normally be in like uh, what you do in the show. He's not exactly what you'd call sexy, but the thing is, here's the thing though: he looks sexy to her because he's glamoring her, and he has vampire wives. They're all glamored, and then you like kind of see through Duke's eyes three decades of her being enslaved to this guy who's just called the master and partying yeah it partying <laughs> so much partying <laughs> disco dancing it was so good <laughs> it was beautiful and then in the 80s they're all doing coke so what vampires did back in the 80s basically yeah oh but laurel like she gets into the vampire lifestyle more and she forgets to visit her brother and <laughs> And to call back her fucking friend. I know that that was really. I mean, I know she, Laurel's going through some stuff, but like she left her gay friend in Oregon, and he keeps like texting her and trying to call, and she won't answer because she's like dealing with the vampire stuff. Which is honestly is montages of them drinking. Yeah, basically, and eating people. Yeah, but not her. Not her yet. Not yet. Yeah, she's still a little hesitant to just, you know, go out and full out murder people. <laughs> so she eventually, like, gets a text, like, from her brother, like, it's an emergency, where are you? Come see me. So she goes back to her brother's place. 
and he's like hey your friend who i feel very sorry i can't remember his name now <laughs> your friend like tried to commit suicide and like why don't you call what the hell's up with you and they get in a big fight about like it's a good fight though it is a good fight it is it's good yeah it, it's believable i'd it's say this well written well acted yeah it's just like you're not supporting me and he's like all i fucking do is support you mm-hmm. and it's it's really good it's really believable but in the heat of the moment because she has not been feeding in the heat of the moment she bites her brother big time and that's a problem that's, that's a, a big, big problem because <laughs> guess what he's a dude <laughs> yeah yeah but here <laughs> here's the thing that i didn't get why the hell did she take him to, back to the other vampires that is the last place i would take and i understand that i think from when she was panicking already she was already panicked because of what happened to her friend because mm-hmm. she she did this to her brother she wasn't thinking she felt like i can't take him to the hospital because then they're going to be asking too many questions yeah i'll take them back to my friends well here's the thing i guess it at the time she still thought there was an antidote oh yes that's true too we should say that yeah thought there was a cure yeah she thought there was a cure she's like you gotta help me you gotta give him the cure yeah when she gets her back to the like the vampire hangout they were like well you gotta kill him now (laughs) what was the antidote really i think it was everclear (laughs) it was a bottle of everclear scratched off (laughs) which is what it looked like (laughs) yeah i know it did (laughs) it's like i don't know what she thought it was (laughs) honestly i thought it was like holy water but i'm like oh okay yeah but basically yeah there was no cure Mm -hmm. they were just gonna kill her if she said no so she decides to make a uh, a risk because yeah. there's one person we've not talked about yet. Oh, that's true. The master's first wife, who is at the very, very beginning of the movie, because uh, at the very, very beginning of the movie, uh, she's like a cool goth vampire lady and she's changing like her boyfriend into a vampire and then Duke and her, like, <laughs> crew show up. You broke the rule. What the hell? <laughs> so Duke rips out her boyfriend's heart, lights it on fire. <laughs> and then they throw her into a hole for, I think it was five years. She got a five yeah, year. just sentence. one. Just one. No, it wasn't just one. I think it was just one. Yeah, well, she broke the rule, so they threw in a hole. And she'd been in there for a while. <laughs> yeah. Basically solitary confinement. But Laurel cuts her uh, throat. I think she yep. cuts her throat and like lets her blood into the hole. Then, <laughs> which I wonder was the first wife just down there with her mouth open? I guess. What else are you gonna do? <laughs> I don't know. Hoping for blood to drop down. I'm assuming she was paying attention to what was going on <laughs> up there. <laughs> She's like, I'm just gonna open my mouth, <laughs> and hopefully, shit or piss doesn't drop down into this. Uh, great hopefully so she comes out of the hole and then also the master shows up because as much as like she actually helped take down the master in duke's flashback but she still loved him because i don't know if she was still glamored or whatever but she had been the oldest one that had been his wife and she still loved him and so the master actually comes back this is a problem also (laughs) Things are getting really complicated now. 
You all thought it was just about flying vampires and girls kissing. You're yeah. wrong. No, no, this is so much more. <laughs> There's so much going on in this movie, <laughs> especially near the end. Yeah, so he comes back and he's all like, you didn't tell them everything, did you, Duke? And she's like, what? And he's like, dude, you've been eating my heart this whole time. And like, because of that, you have my power. And because of that, you've been glamoring all these bitches. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, Duke, no. And she's like, uh, no. And he's like, you got to fucking admit it. And she's like, maybe a little bit. Then they fight. My notes get scant at this point. I, things were moving really fast. So were mine. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Andy was her friend. I just saw that. Oh, okay. Andy. Andy was her gay friend from Oregon, which we assume he's okay now, although it never really specified. Never, never see him again. <laughs> never see him again. Maybe he's, oh, they should have the sequel of he him should. going he to should. New York and getting in his own vampire club. <laughs> anyway, so all girls club sucks. And basically the master calls her out on all her bullshit. Like, dude, you know, you've been playing everybody. And I hate that he actually has some good points. I'm like, he <laughs> he, he's got some good. But that's the good thing about this movie. Everybody's a bit morally gray. <laughs> well, and then it makes also Duke kind of an, an unreliable narrator. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it's like, well, how much of this is true and how much of it is not true? So I thought that was kind of clever, too. I forget which goes where, but I think her heart was taken out. Uh, Duke's heart is sucked out of the body. He's going to kill it but all the girls plus laurel gang up on him yes yes there there's a fire i remember he caught on fire <laughs> yeah he caught on yeah, fire because yeah, they threw the everclear at him <laughs> that's right yeah. she had it in her mouth because he was all like and then she had the lighter and he's like what are you gonna do with that and then she's like Pleh. and she spit <laughs> it out on him and he caught on fire so he's not dead dead though you know, but because no, um, like you can't die unless you burn a vampire's heart. I think that's the only way to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and his heart won't burn because he's like old and powerful. Yeah. So. Super, super duper. Because he's he's gone by many names. Claude, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Mortimer. So uh, Laurel is like hey duke you've been fucking around with us that's not cool get the fuck out of here throws her heart down into the the hole <laughs> the hole where the first wife vampire was yeah yep and, and duke just like scrambles down there to get it the heart back right <laughs> and they, they keep Gotta her there and uh they decide uh she's like you know we're gonna make some new rules huh mm-hmm. no and they're like cool cool with that <laughs> <laughs> and so her brother becomes a vampire and he's very unsure about this yeah he's really chill about it honestly he's like i didn't really have a choice in the matter she's like well i didn't either so you know still he's very very forgiving like i said he's a really good big brother he's a good brother but he is also very like you know i don't i don't know about this man like what if i i do become like a dick and she's like oh we'll figure it out (laughs) and he's like well what are we gonna do now like but and she's like you know i think we should share this with the other people i 
No, see, that was the thing that got me. I'm like, what, are you going to make everybody a vampire? Yep. I'm like, how does that help anything? (laughs) Because it's not about one group of people having the power. It's about everybody having the power. I know, but if everybody has, the power balance is already unequal, and then you give everybody the vampire power, then it's still going to be unequal. They're just going to be vampires. Shh. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She's a romantic. She's a romantic. (laughs) So the new uh, girl club now has boys in it, Mm because boys can join. As long as you're Laurel's brother. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm sure in, in maybe Andy will want to. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, he might. But they decide to share the powers together. And in the end, they all eat a piece of his heart. <laughs> yeah, of the master's heart. <laughs> and the end. It's a beautiful ending. <laughs> oh, but no, it was actually a really... It was. I liked it. I liked it a lot. <laughs> I liked it, but I have points. So I, I did enjoy that if people get into feminism, there's a lot of different shades and flavors and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You get into feminism. And this was the definitely the all boys suck feminism. And I enjoyed that at the end, that wasn't the one that brought them together. It brought them closer to include everybody because... That's what feminism's all about. Mm-hmm. about you thought this movie was going to like try to make a point and then it kind of turned itself on its head and be like, well, maybe the extreme, extreme angle of it isn't all good kind of thing. Yeah, like the 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 kind that Duke had was like the Dworkin kind of feminism where it's like all men are all power and so therefore they're all bad you know it got to the end of it and it was more like a bell hooksy kind of like no we need to be all in this together and i enjoyed that um i don't know if people are going to understand that message or take that message i don't know duke did make a nice point though when she said like imagine like if the guys were scared to walk down the streets at night because of us <laughs> it's like that that's not necessarily a good thing but it's an interesting mental image <laughs> and since we're talking about duke we'll uh we'll go into the other point that i had to make is okay. that again as her as an un- unreliable narrator I wonder in the the sequence how much she was glamored and how much she actually felt an attraction to the master. And there is a thing that happens sometimes in the LGBTQ community to where sometimes people will be like, let's say, diehard one way or the other, diehard lesbians or, you know, diehard uh, gays or something like that. Mm -hmm. If they feel attraction to somebody of the opposite sex sometimes in the community there's kind of like this 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 pushback like no going against your lesbian natural things like how dare you and i wonder too as her character if maybe part of that was going on in there like no i cannot like this guy well, yeah, as a ween. Like, given her past, I'm like, well, she was a prostitute, so she had to sleep with guys whether or not she wanted to. Right. So, I can if, see where she, like, I don't want to be attracted to any guys anymore <laughs> at well, all. Well, but, I mean, that's not what lesbianism is, you no, know? No, 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 no. It's not, no. And so but I I'm think- just saying, she said she was living her best life when she was a lesbian. 
Yes. And she said, I'm a, I was straight up dyke, you know, mm-hmm. and then this dude walks in and mm-hmm. I have squishy feelings for him and fuck him for that. You know, like, I yeah. hate guy. but more, I hate myself because I have these squishy feelings. And so that kind of brought in that shade too of like, well, did she actually just feel attracted to him? And he took advantage of that. You know, I'm not saying master was a great guy. He wasn't, but you know, again, it's like sexuality is, is fluid. It is not usually like you look at the Kinsey scale, you know, it's, it's, it wavers, it moves. It's we're human beings or vampires in this case, Mm -hmm. you know, and I like that image. If that's what they were going for is that, maybe something had changed in her and she was uncomfortable with that. So again, I do like what you said to the point of like, all of these characters are grays, you know? Yeah. She became what she hated. You know, she became the person, the next new master, whether that's from eating his heart or if that's just from her nature for, and it's funny because there was like, and some of the other points that I have, like um, I never felt and you kind of mentioned this, uh, the other girls kind of needed more personalities. We needed more scenes with them. Yeah, because I think they had personality. We just didn't hear any of their backstories, so we didn't know hardly anything about them. We basically knew their names a little bit. And, like, at one point, Duke was telling, like, Laurel, like, how she can have a, like, regular family life. Like, you know, Frog works at her father's tattoo shop, and Izzy uh, directs music videos, and... uh I can't remember the other girl. What does she do? I can't Roya. Remember. Roya had a, a, a cat. Yeah, Roya had a cat. That's right. <laughs> I liked that. And that's basically all we knew about them, though. That's all we knew. And I understand they were glamoured. So they were probably more subdued. But what I didn't understand was even the relationship to Izzy. Because, uh-huh. again, like, you know, Laurel had this thing like, you were going to kill me. You were going to kill me. And Izzy's like, yeah, fucking get over it, you know? But there was no interaction with that, you know? Every interaction that we kind of saw with the girls is them building this friendship, which is what I wanted. I wanted this friendship built. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most of that was done through, like, montage. Well, yeah, that's true. And I, I felt like, like, at the end of the movie, like, Laurel had almost more of a friendship uh, with Duke than she did with Izzy, which, you know, I'm like, Izzy and her, like, you know, they had sex. They made out. They had, like, a really nice, like, you know, moment on the roof there before, you know, Izzy bit her. <laughs> well, and then even afterwards, like, there was that part where she went into Izzy's room and Izzy shut the door. Again, it was kind of weird. And maybe it was, they were kind of worried about sexualizing women or or lesbianism or bisexuality. Um, but it was very, uh, uh, and then the door closes, or, and then it fades to black. You know, yeah, I, I'm okay with that, just because I'm like, I don't think necessarily you need a sex scene in a movie, but. Well, when it's about a relationship and connecting with this new tribe, maybe, I mean, sexuality and sex itself is very, like, a vulnerable state, and especially coming from like a trans woman, you mm-hmm. know? What I really liked about Assassination Nation, which I love, I love that movie, is that <laughs> is that we get those moments with Bex. We got her as a sexual being and also as this 
this uh, whole character, you know, and we got to see that vulnerability and we got to connect with that vulnerability. Um, and in this, it's funny because for it being all about females, there just wasn't a lot of that female cooperativeness or, or emotions or emotional connection. I found it kind of lacking in that sense. I can see that. There was a lot of vampire stuff going on. <laughs> there was a lot of vampire stuff going on. True. But when you're... Facing- <laughs> and that kind of took off the, bul- the bulk of the plot. <laughs> yes, that's true. But going back to another film, <laughs> another LGBTQ film, uh, Thirst, the Icelandic one, not the Korean one. Okay. Uh, but he is a gay vampire who mm-hmm. eats a lot of dick. And, and I have a review at nightmarish conjurings if you guys want to go check that out but what i liked about it too is that they did talk about like just kind of like everything like there was a lot of connection in that movie and i like that and that was kind of i don't know lacking here you can have i think you can have your cake and eat it too okay all right all right i'll 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 concede that point (laughs) (laughs) i do think there was a lot of good stuff between like say laurel and her brother And so you got like a more family kind of connection in this movie than you did like, you know, girl time. But (laughs) it was something. It was something. And I also have to ask, uh, is flirting always awkward? It's been a while since. (laughs) I mean, I flirt with spouse, but I feel like it's kind of like we've been together for so long. It's kind of a weird thing that we do. Although we always kind of did flirt weird. But I don't know. It just always seems so awkward on screen. The flirting in the bar was very awkward, but I thought, like, on the roof, they were having a real connection there. Before they, like, made out, I thought they were having some connection. Where they were talking about, you know, Laurel's, like, why she came to L.A. And Izzy's talking about, like, her movies or her music videos. I don't know. I think some of that, too, felt kind of stilted. Maybe it was... Maybe it was like, oh, I'm nervous about doing this. This is my first day in L.A. You're harsh, man. They knew each other for like, you know, an hour. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and, and I, I How many people do you have like an instant connection with? Not too many. <laughs> it's going to be a little awkward at first. I guess that's true. I don't know. I'm not of that scene, so I don't know. I guess if I were to flirt, I would go up to somebody and be like, hey, do you want to go get some snacks with me? Yeah, that's not awkward at all. (laughs) All right. Put in the comments if you think that's a good pickup line. I think it's solid. 10 out of 10. Everybody (laughs) likes snacks. Who doesn't like snacks? Well, it would depend on the type of snacks you're talking about, you know. Well, and see, that's your conversation starter. Okay. Which is better than Laurel's, which is like tying a, a shoelace around her neck. I did I did see that. I, I wanted to point out that, <laughs> yeah, she wears a belly shirt, flannel, and a choker around her neck to go out. And I thought that was cute. Honestly, everybody has fucking fantastic hair in this. I, I wrote that down a couple times because I'm like, oh my God, this hair. Even the master, did the master have fantastic hair? <laughs> little less. Okay, little less. <laughs> little less. And I, I, I want to also point out that, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm making some criticism to, to this movie. But that's because I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, I did but, enjoy it. Yeah, it is very enjoyable. It's very watchable. You won't be bored. I mean, and it, it's got characters. It really does. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And... It's it's a good vampire movie. 
It is. It is a good vampire movie. Like the effects, they aren't they aren't crazy like, you know, Hollywood like blockbuster level good, but they're decent. They're decent. They're practical effects and that's what I like. Y- yeah, yeah. Except for like I think the part where like some of the fire was Well, <laughs> yeah, the fire was CG. Yes, you can't do that. But I was talking about blood. Yeah, yeah, the blood. Like there's one part where like uh at the beginning when uh, Duke like just punches through like uh that guy's chest and like grabs his heart that was a pretty good practical effect i was like oh this movie's gonna be one of those <laughs> uh when uh laurel rips her throat open that was a good mm-hmm. practical effect yeah it's there's enough action to keep it interesting i did like that you know it was lgbtq that you don't often see and i do like that there was a trans woman playing a trans woman Ah, yes, thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you for once, Hollywood. God. Yes. And, and she's never not being Jared Leto. Thank you. <laughs> we should just have all trans women played by Jared Leto. Uh, no. He's <laughs> God, no. So funny in this movie. He's like, I just I just left high school. <laughs> He's like 40 years old. Nicole Maines did a, a terrific job with this character. Yes, yes. Um, I, I really enjoyed her. I really enjoyed the guy who played her brother. I thought they had a really good chemistry together. Yeah, they really did seem like siblings. They did. You know, and I would love if the second movie was just about them. You know, I'd be down with that, too. Because I want to know how Mark does as a vampire. He's got to kill somebody eventually. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> And she's kind of now, because he's the older brother, and now she's kind of the one to take care of him. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be great. Yeah, and I want to know what happens to her friend in Oregon. Yeah, good old uh, Andy. Andy. <laughs> good old Andy. I feel bad. <laughs> I want to know why Frog is called Frog. That, yeah, I want to know that too. Unanswered questions. Please make a, like, bit two. Yeah. <laughs> We, I would love to see a bit, too. I would, too, honestly. I want to know if, like, Laurel <laughs> completes her goal of changing everyone in the world into a vampire. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't need to see that. But, you know, a good sibling film with some twists and turns. Because they're not the only vampires. You know that. There's other vampires. Oh, yeah. There's got to be. Yeah. So, yeah. I want to see some of her ideals, like, being challenged by Maybe other vampire people. And see if, like, eating the master's heart has any bad side effects. (laughs) Besides heartburn. (laughs) (laughs) We told you there'd be puns. And a good LGBTQ band that could star in the next one would be King Princess, which is my my LGBTQ music band person that I am supporting. And you (laughs) should too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I thought it'd be fun. Uh, I guess my uh, LGBTQ um, shout out would be to Poppy Z. Bright, who writes <laughs> some excellent vampire fiction. Odds are you've probably read it already because she's very well known. But, you know, if you haven't, Drawing Blood and Lost Souls, both very, very good books. I'd recommend you check them out. And honestly, classics, too, at this point. Oh, yeah, they, they are. They are definitely classics. They're right up there with like Anne Rice. And you did a review on one. I did. I did. Haunted uh, MTL website. 
<laughs> yes, you can go read my review of it, Exquisite Corp. But I think we have about finished our discussion of Bit. So how many Cthulhu's would you give this one? Oh, that's, you know, honestly, I'm going to give it four. Only maybe, four? Only four? Give it four. I, you know, there's some things that could have been tweaked, but I think four is solid. I mean, like, honestly, the, the only thing that I think I've given a five so far is Surf Nazis Must Die. You would give a five then. You would. <laughs> so four actually for me is actually very good. I'm going to give it a 4.5. 4. Okay. 4.5. Okay. Because it, it wasn't a perfect movie, but it was darn close. It was darn close. <laughs> it was very good. And I suggest people go check it out and support these. Uh, Brad Michael um, Emory? Emory? I don't know. Uh, Brad Michael Emmer. Anyway, he's the director of this film. He likes a lot of kind of like humanistic, weird kind of horror. Two things I do want to talk about. For one, this was as TVMA, which I, I don't know if that, I mean, maybe for the blood and guts, but it really wasn't that gory. Not particularly. I thought it was going to be at the very beginning when she ripped that guy, that dude's heart out. But honestly, after that, it was pretty low key for it was pretty tame yeah up until the end where like the big fight happened yeah and i also want to say on imdb it's given a 4.1 out of 10 which is kind of crazy to me oh that's it's very low very low so i think that that's kind of crazy i think you guys should check it out because i think it's a lot lot better than that oh yeah it's way better than that bliss was the other one that he did oh i've heard of that haven't yes. seen it, heard of it yeah yes and that one isn't very much in the same vein go ahead and check that out too i think we're about done <laughs> hey <laughs> all right well could you oomps us out goodbye party 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 party